lock in and level up. Season two of the Positivity Report continues now. Let's get it. Welcome back to TPR. This is Ryan Wilson. Let's get right into it. So really this episode, TPR 70, is really a continuation from my last episode, TPR 69. So if you did not listen to my last episode, it's really pretty important that you do listen to that episode, TPR 69. I covered really a wide range of topics from the coronavirus to Netflix to Um, some current events, some things that Donald Trump has said, Donald Trump having the coronavirus, Donald Trump speaking about Philadelphia, Kobe Bryant, Mac Miller, and many other things in that last episode. So it's really important um, to understand what we speak about in this episode. It's important that you hear um, my last episode, TPR 69. So this episode right here, I'm going to look to clarify really a bunch of points. I'll really explain some points further from my last episode and then really just generally from the second season of TPR, I'm going to use this episode to really clarify several points, not just from my last episode, but really going back all the way um, to TPR 29. Um, So I'll speak about TPR 29, the trilogy. I'll speak about that episode in just a moment here. And so really, I'll clarify many points in this episode, but really the first point that I'll speak about and touch on and clarify is really speaking about when the real true Yahusha comes back to earth. So Yahusha HaMashiach is the real true name for what we commonly hear as Jesus or Jesus Christ. The real name is Yahusha, Yahusha HaMashiach, which means salvation in the Messiah. So pretty much one of the first few times that I spoke about um, Yahusha was in TPR 29, but I didn't even really know him as Yahusha yet. Um, I was still coming to spiritual truth. So pretty much from that episode to where we are now, pretty much the most easy way to understand about the real Yahusha coming back, because I'm going to speak about the deception that the dark side is going to put forth from us or put forth for us from the mainstream media, um, I'm going to speak about what the dark side agendas, the dark side deception is going to be before the real true Yahushua comes back. So I'll speak about that in this episode as well and really some other points. But what you need to know about the real Yahushua coming back is that there will be no mistaking the real Yahushua. Pretty much in the word we read about how many false prophets are going to rise up. I'll speak about that deception. And in the word it says when people are saying, look, here he is, here he's coming. There he is. You don't have to pay attention to any of that. You could disregard all of that because you are going to know when the real Yahusha is coming. Your Ruach, your spirit, which that means spirit, your Ruach, your Ruach is going to tell you who the real Yahusha is. So you're not going to need any person to tell you, look, here he is. You are going to know when Yahusha is coming. And the only way to really know that is to read the word and to grow your spiritual discernment and to get close to not only Yahuwah, but also to Yahusha, because I've really been helping you guys get closer to Yahuwah, but it's also very important to 
understand about Yahusha as well and just get closer to Yah, um, meaning salvation in Yahusha and Yahuwah as well. So Yahusha is the Son, and those who know the Son know the Father, and those who know the Father know the Son. So Yahuwah and Yahusha. And of course, as always, I bless and praise and honor the names of Yahuwah and Yahusha with the utmost respect and honor as I praise and bless their names, Yahuwah and Yahusha. Yahuwah Elahai and Yahusha Hamashiach. Yahuwah Elahai, the Lord my God, Yahusha Hamashiach, salvation in the Messiah. And Yahuwah Elahino is the Lord our God. And so pretty much before I get to the possible deceptions from the dark side, really just to clarify a little bit more. So in TPR 29, the trilogy episode, when I was speaking about Jesus coming back to earth, I was really just starting to come to spiritual truths. That's why I didn't have a full understanding of the real true Yahushua yet. I was still just trying to come into the truth of a lot of things at that point. So I really described it very vague about what it will be like when Yahushua comes back and really kind of described it incorrectly in a sense as well. So pretty much what I did say is that just it's not going to be how you've been programmed. So pretty much we all have been programmed to believe that Jesus will be white, but really Yahushua is going to be dark skin and complexion. And I really did kind of know that in TPR 29. I said he's not going to be what we've been programmed to believe. But what I said was confusing because I said, I didn't mention yet about him being dark skin and complexion. So that is something that we know for certain is that the real true Yahushua is dark skin and complexion. And really the son of man is really just the human. It's the human embodiment of Yah. So, you know, I'm not here to say exactly what he's going to look like, but I know that he's dark skin and complexion. And I know that your Ruach, your spirit, your Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit the Ruach HaKadosh is going to tell you and show you who the real Yahusha is. So I'm not here to describe and tell you, but I just am trying to help you to understand that he's not going to be a white man like you've been programmed to believe. And I've really covered that point throughout this entire second season, really, from, from really this entire second season of this series, TPR. So I've been explaining that point. So that's really what I meant primarily when I said he's not going to be what you've been programmed to believe. And also... As we read through the word, Yahusha is going to come down through the clouds out of the sky. So that's why I kind of, I kind of blurred the lines for you when I described it. And I said, it's not going to be what you've been expecting. It's going to be kind of like aliens or what you've been programmed to believe are aliens. And that's going along with the deception. So I even kind of helped to blur the lines because I was still coming to spiritual truths in CPR 29. So to clarify that, Yahusha himself isn't going to look like an alien. He's going to look like the dark skin complexion son of man. But when he's coming through the clouds and coming through the sky, that's going to appear what you've been programmed to believe are aliens or the end of the world or something like that. So that's where I was wrong and confusing in what I said in TPR 29. And that's why it was extremely important for me to do this clarification on that. And really in several episodes from 29, once I started speaking about Yahusha, I helped to uh, clarify it more and more, but I needed like a full episode to really clarify that. But I, I did help you to understand a lot better about what Yahusha is really like and what he'll really look like when he's coming back. But that first episode where I started was really where I was still having the lines blurred because I was still coming to spiritual truths. But Yahusha will be dark skin and complexion. As we read through the word, he's coming through the clouds, through the sky. And that's going to be how 
the dark side is going to try and come up with some deception beforehand. And they're actually going to, one of the theories I'll put forth for the dark side is they're actually going to be probably using some type of alien type of illusion as well. So I'm going to speak about that as well, but I just want to make sure that I clarified enough about the real true Yahusha. So the bottom line is no matter what your Ruach is going to tell you who the real Yahusha is, you're not going to need another person. You're not going to need the news media to tell you that that's going to be part of their deception. So I'm going to get to that, but you will not need anyone to tell you who the real true Yahusha is. You will know by your Ruach, by your spirit, and it will be known who the real true Yahusha is. And now when the dark side puts out their deception, that will also be known to us because spiritually we're going to understand because we have discernment. We have been blessed by Yah. We have been seeking out Yah, most of us. So because we've been seeking out Yah, Yah is going to give us more understanding, give us that Ruach, the Ruach HaKadosh. And so when they put up their deception, our Ruach is going to tell us, no, that's wrong. We're going to know because we have spiritual discernment. And then the people, the masses who are going to be fooled by this deception, they don't have it. They haven't known Yah yet. They haven't known Yahuwah or Yahusha. They don't know Yah. And Yah doesn't really know them. He knows their hearts, but they don't belong to Yah. All this is what we read through the word. And actually, in my next episode, I'm getting back into the word. So I'll preview that now. But without quoting the word and going through the word specifically, just these are things that you read through the word is that those of us that belong to Yah, we know Yah and Yah knows us. And Yah knows every person's heart. He could see all of our hearts and change our hearts. But those of us who belong to Yah, we belong to Yah and he knows us. And those that don't belong, he doesn't know them and they don't know him. They don't know Yah. So that's why when they put up their deception of, oh, Jesus is coming to false deception, they're all going to run to it. The, the masses will because they don't really know the true Yah, the true Yahusha, the true Yahuwah. And so pretty much I think now I will just transition right into what the dark side deception will be. So my first theory is that all of these false prophets like Kanye West and all the people that speak about it, they keep saying Jesus. They keep just saying the surface word of Jesus. And that's why I believe the fake deception, they're going to be like, look, it's Jesus. And the real people that are in real spiritual truths, we know that it's Yah, Yahusha from Yahuwah that's being sent. Yahusha is being sent, the son of man, Yahusha, Yahusha HaMashiach. And so pretty much what I believe is that because all these masses, they don't have discernment, they don't have the Ruach right now. And they've heard they've heard us speaking out. They've heard me and other people who are saying, repent, the times are closed. Yahusha's coming back. They've heard us saying all this. So then when the dark side puts out their deception and says, look, Jesus is back, they're going to be, they've already been programmed in a sense by us because we've been saying that the times are closed, that these things are going to happen. So then they're going to be like, oh, they were right. And then just run to what they believe is Jesus, but it's going to be the false deception. So pretty much Jesus is like, it's Yahusha. So that's why I think it's going to be kind of easy to tell because if they're just calling him Jesus, then you'll know right there. You'll be like, all right, that's not Yahusha. Trust me, you are going to know Yahusha. You are going to know Yahusha. And when they come up with any deception, you're going to know that it's just that it's deception. And so before I continue on one point that I want to clarify from my last episode, as I spoke about the Jesuits or the Society of Jesus, which is also known as the Jesuits. So pretty much that's really like the Catholic Church, because I've spoken about how all these religions are corrupted and they're really dark side, including the Catholic Church. So the Society of Jesus, the Jesuits, is really like a branch of the Catholicism, of the, the Catholic Church. 
So I've spoken about what the dark side is. I said it's the Freemasons, the synagogue of Satan. And now I guess I will introduce, I introduced the last episode briefly, but now I'll introduce a little bit more about really who has emerged as part of the dark side, even higher really than the Freemasons, which is the Society of Jesus, the Jesuits. So pretty much you can really consider them all together because the Freemasons are not a religion. Anyone, anyone can really be a, a Mason. Any man could be a Mason depending on what their belief is. It doesn't matter if they are Christian or whatever it is, whatever their religion is, because the Freemasons are not a religion. And then the synagogue of Satan, the you-know-whos, that's a religion. And the Jesuits are really a religion of Catholicism. So pretty much this is how the entire Christianity and Catholic Church has been corrupted because it's being controlled by the Jesuits, the Society of Jesus. So that's exactly why... And then everything falls under that. So if you want to count them at the top, the Catholic Church, they've kind of been emerging as the number one. But it's really all of them together. They're all powerhouses and they're really uh, secret societies. Freemasonry is a secret society. Um, Many of them are secret societies. So really at the absolute top, the big three now, even though it started out as the big two on here as just the Freemasons and the Synagogue of Satan, now you can add the Jesuits, the Society of Jesus. And I think... Now that I've said them, I'll, I'll speak about them more on this series. I won't just limit it to Freemasonry exposure and um, you know who's exposure, but I'll even expose the Catholic Church even more. I've been exposing it, but now I'll be able to refer to them as the Jesuits, the Society of Jesus. So that's the big three. Society of Jesus, which are the Jesuits, the Freemasons, and the you know who's, the Synagogue of Satan. Those are the big three of the dark side. And all of those, any of those three own Everything from the mainstream, from the politics to the news media to clearly all religions, all the pro sports, everything is owned by those dark side entities, the big three that I just mentioned. And that is exactly why when it comes to this deception of Jesus, it's going to be coming through the mainstream media because these are all things that the dark side owns. So on the mainstream media, now I'm going to kind of show you some what the possible deception is going to be. So I think at the bare minimum, you can expect them to be saying, oh, look, it's Jesus instead of the real true Yahusha. Because all the false prophets are speaking about Jesus. Kanye West is a huge false prophet, and he's saying Jesus all the time, Jesus. And then if you look at any false prophets like like Chance the Rapper, I feel like I saw a tweet from him and it said like Jesus, something about Jesus is something. Every one of them, they're saying Jesus. So that to me is the clearest indicator of how it's going to be very simple deception. They're just going to be like, all right, look, it's Jesus. And all the people who don't really know Yah, who heard us saying Jesus is going to be coming back, even though we've been saying Yahushua is coming back, they just know it as Jesus. So we've been saying he's going to come back. So then if the new the news media, the TV, which is the only thing that they believe, the masses don't believe real people in their lives. They're their family, their friends, the people close to them, they don't believe them. But then when the TV says, all right, now Jesus is back, then they'll believe it. And that's why I believe that they'll run to the false depiction that they've been programmed with through all religions as Jesus. And that's precisely why all the false religions aren't in fact just false religions because they've whitewashed the word and just changed everything. They changed the real true Hebrew Israelites who are dark skin and complexion. They changed that to just white people. They changed the real true Yahusha, who's dark skin and complexion to just a white Jesus. That's exactly what they did with the word was whitewash it. And that's how 
the dark side religions, Catholicism, Christianity, and some of the other ones as well. They just adopted the words of the Bible. They can't change. They don't have free will to just change the Bible. They didn't write the Bible. They adopted it pretty much. The Roman Catholic Church, the Romans pretty much crucified Yahusha and then stole his teachings and then just created religion, created Catholicism. And that's exactly what they did all the way up until now. And even someone like myself and all of us who have been indoctrinated through these false religions, they introduced us to the word, but they didn't give us the real truth. They didn't say, oh, read the book of Revelation, read about the beast, what it's going to be like when they rise up. They hid that from us. They didn't tell us to read that. They just gave us a watered down version of it. And when you go to Sunday church, again, it's Sunday church. When is the real Sabbath? It's Saturday. They Catholicism corrupted a lot of Yahuwah's ways, especially the Sabbath day. So you go to Sunday church on the wrong day, on the wrong day of the week, not the Sabbath day. And they don't even tell you, oh, rest and honor the Sabbath. They're just like, all right, you're at church. You made it and you're good. And then they just give you a watered down gospel, watered down preaching. And that's how Catholicism came to be. And they just simply adopted the words of the Bible and then changed that one little secret, that one little detail about who the real true Yahusha is. And that's really just how we have all been indoctrinated to believe that Jesus will be white when Yahusha is dark skin and complexion. All right. And so now I'm really going to get to what this deception is going to look like from the mainstream dark side beyond just them calling him Jesus instead of the real true Yahusha. So... As far as Kanye West, who is really an obvious false prophet, he keeps speaking about Jesus. And he even had this video that I saw on Twitter of, it was like his political campaign video or something. And it's just him speaking. And Larry Johnson on Twitter, which is at 2Larry Johnson, he quoted the video and then I retweeted it. So it's on mine at Ryan Michael 11 as well. But the video of Kanye pretty much, It has him speaking. He's talking about these like surface keywords of faith, religion, like just getting people to like think about that in the video. And it's just him talking about, you know, all this stuff for his campaign or whatever for the presidency, I guess is what it was for, for Kanye West. But he's talking about faith and religion. And that's why Kanye is a big false prophet because he keeps speaking about Jesus and he's going to get people astray. But really what I'm going to introduce is that and really from the word, what we what we read about is that um, Satan, the Antichrist, the dark side, the false prophet, the Antichrist is going to be cast down out of heaven by Archangel Michael. He's going to be cast down out of heaven. And so pretty much what I'm going to introduce is that this deception theory that I have going is that I believe the dark side, because again, the dark side knows that Yahusha is going to come through the clouds come through the sky. And then they also know that the dark side Antichrist is going to be cast down out of heaven to the earth by Archangel Michael. So with that being said, that's why it's very likely that their dark side deception, because again, everything in this world, Satan can just see the truth of the most high and then just blur the lines around it. So Satan sees that Yahusha is going to come down out of the clouds. And he also sees that the dark side Antichrist is going to be cast down. So that's exactly why the lines are blurred as they always are in this world, because it's a spiritual war. Really, the when I say it's a spiritual war, really, the bottom line is this. It's a spiritual war on all of our souls, on individual souls, because the Most High is in control of the war. It's not like we have to win the war. Yahuwah has already prophesied 
and destined the end of this spiritual warfare and how it ends. It ends with Satan going away for a thousand years. You can read about how this how this age is going to end in the book of Revelation. So we know how it ends. It's not like we have to win this war. We really just have to um, keep fighting the war and holding on and um, fighting off the dark side and combating this war. But the Most High has already won this war for us. And the Most High has already prophesied how it's going to end. So when I say it's a spiritual warfare, it's really just a spiritual war on our souls because we are the ones that are going to be judged and either going to Yah's kingdom for all eternity or going to Hades for all eternity, Sheol. So that's why the spiritual war, it's a war on our souls. It's for that. And that's why it's really simple because the dark side, they just want to keep you away from repenting in the name of Yahushua, repenting to the most high. If they can keep you away from that, that's how they win the spiritual war and get your soul away. It's really just, in a sense, it is a collective war, but it's also a war just on our souls individually. So that's how you have the power to win the war yourself. Because once you repent in the name of Yahushua, once you repent to the most high, then that's how you get way closer to being destined or have a chance at going to the Most High's kingdom rather than being stuck in Sheol or stuck in Hades because all the masses who refuse to believe the truth now and then if they run to the Antichrist or get the mark of the beast or whatever, that is going to not allow them to be saved through Yahushua. So that's really just a clarification as well when I say that it's a spiritual warfare because it's really just a war on our souls really as individuals because this is the temporary surface matrix physical world and the spiritual world is the eternal world. And so we have this physical surface body, which is temporary, but then our spirits are eternal. So this world is just determining our eternal fate. So that's how it's a war on our souls individually because we're battling to have a chance at redemption and trying to battle and repent so that we can avoid uh, condemnation for really all eternity. Our spirituals, the spiritual war, the spirit of us, our spiritual souls, our spirits are eternal. So either of those places I just described where we're going, it's for eternity. So that's how it's a spiritual war on our souls. And just like with anything in our world, all Satan can do is just blur the lines around the truth. He sees that Yahushua is going to come back through the clouds. And then he also sees that the Most High's prophecy that the dark side Satan Antichrist will be cast down out of heaven. So that's why the lines are so blurred. And that's why the lines are always blurred in our world because the Most High allows it. This is the spiritual war on our souls. So really the purpose for this, that's why I say it's all Yah's plan. He has prophesied the end. He is telling, he is giving the dark side power to do, do what the dark side does. It's all for a purpose. And really the main purpose is for to determine where our souls are going. Are we going to eternal salvation or eternal condemnation? Because at the end of the age, we're going to have to stand before the throne and be judged, all of us. So that's really what the purpose is. So the dark side, everything that they do, everything that I may speak about, everything I may speak about and expose on the series that the dark side does, it's all really for Yah's purpose because Yah needs them to try and lead us astray so that he can see who are the real true ones, who are the real people who refuse to honor anything besides the Most High, and who are the people who will just get led, led astray by false idols, by deception. That's really the whole purpose. So 
really the most high has prophesied the end from the start. He knows how it's going to end. And he made, he purposely made the lines blurred like this so that he could determine who are the real people with discernment, who are the real people that really know Yah and who are the real children of Yah and who are the people who never knew Yah, because that is going to be shown and exposed soon in our world. We are really in the end times and one way or the other, we are going to see this. We are going to see people trembling before the most high because they are not ready for it. So justice is going to be served on our world. And you know what I'm saying? That's why repenting and starting to know Yah, knowing Yahusha, knowing Yahuwah is so important because eventually we're all going to have to be before that throne and be before that judgment to see where our eternal soul is going for the eternal salvation or eternal judgment and condemnation. So that's really just the truth. And that's how it's a spiritual war on our souls. And so I want to speak about space because as far as this deception, that's really what I believe is going to be a main point in all this. And when you look at Kanye West, when you look at that campaign video, he's speaking about religion, he's speaking about faith. And in that video as well, they show space, they show like a spacecraft going through space. And it's really just a demonic video from Kanye that that campaign video is very demonic. And there's been other space references like the mainstream media is mentioning space. They're, they're really bringing space to the forefront. And there's a lot of programming with this as well. Even with the iPhone 12, if you look at that, look at the main image that they keep using on the iPhone 12. It's like a blue light and like the lines going down, down, down. It's like it literally looks like Satan being cast out of heaven. And the reason that they use the blue light on the iPhone programming is because they are blurring the lines. Archangel Michael is known as a blue light. So that's why for their dark side deception, they're like, oh, we'll make it a blue light. But that iPhone 12, to me, it literally looks like something being cast out of the sky, out of heaven downwards. And it's in a blue light because Archangel Michael, the blue light is the one that's casting Satan down. But they are using deception. So I think the fact that it's on the iPhone 12 is showing us that it's coming soon. They're getting us ready for it. So there's that programming. There's the programming in the Kanye campaign video, which is on my Twitter at RyMichael11. I retweeted LJ's tweet speaking about it and you could see it. They mentioned space. They see the space going through. So there's a lot of space programming and I have many other points with this, but I'm just trying to introduce how they're bringing space for a reason because again, before Yahusha comes, the Antichrist Satan is going to be cast down through the sky. So that's why the lines are going to be blurred. Because before Yahusha comes in a cloud through the sky, the dark side will be coming through the sky as well. And so what we also know about the dark side Antichrist is that it's said he will be coming from the water plane. And I said how dark side spirits really come, if they don't have a dry place to store up, they go back to the water plane, which is where they came from. And then so really, as far as the Antichrist, it's said that he's going to be coming from the water plane as well. So now I'm going to introduce some other programming. And really, I spoke about this in my last episode. That's why it's important to hear my last episode. But pretty much with this water plane and with space, really, I really also want to point this out. I'm kind of going all over, but I'm just trying to get these points in here and allow you to discern it and just take these points in. But if we look at this Cardi B photo that she put up a few weeks ago, I think on Instagram, where it was so demonic, she had the she was in a red suit in the devil horns, and the way that she was sitting, right? 
and she was in, it looked like she had a space background and I actually counted the stars that were around her. There's like the the brightest stars in that Cardi B Instagram photo from a few weeks ago. She's in a red suit, the devil horns. I counted the stars in the background, the brightest stars. There's six bright stars. Again, the demonic six. But this is really, really, really demonic. And I, I put a tweet about this too. I put that picture up and I said how like people could look at that with the huge devil horns, completely demonic. And people would be like, oh, what demonic symbolism? I don't even see what you're talking about, dude. Like, because the masses have become so asleep to like, they could see the most obvious demonic symbolism and find some excuse for how it's not demonic. And it's sad and scary, but I believe that there's actually really important programming in this Cardi B photo. So again, that's why they have her in space representing the devil. She's in the devil horns up in space because he's going to be cast down out of heaven. And so as far as the water plane, the way that she's sitting, it actually looks like Cardi B is sitting like a frog. And the reason I say that the frog is important, I have a few reasons with this. I'm actually going to read something for you in a moment. But as far as the frog, and I spoke about this QAnon, which is a controlled opposition put forth by the dark side for deception. QAnon, I spoke about this. And if you still pay attention to the mainstream media, you're hearing them talk about the QAnon conspiracy theory all the time. QAnon, they always put the emojis and the memes of the frog. The frog meme. I think it's called like Pepe the Frog or something. I literally have no idea, but I'm pretty sure that might be what it's called. But it's a frog meme. And they put the frog emojis. And QAnon is a controlled opposition put forth by the dark side, put forth by the politics. They make it seem like it's just a right-wing conspiracy theory, making it sound silly. But it's a controlled opposition. They control that. They put some truth forth, but it's controlled opposition from the dark side. QAnon. And I said in my last episode, I'll speak about the memes, how they use meme warfare because the dark side will put out memes purposely to subconsciously program us. The most easy example is the Epstein didn't kill himself memes. Now, whenever you hear Epstein, that's the first thing that you think of. Epstein didn't kill himself. They put the memes forward. It's meme warfare, spiritual warfare, because we subconsciously see it on Twitter, on Instagram or Snapchat, a meme and it goes into our subconscious. So same thing with these QAnon frog memes, emojis, that's what they're doing. And this is really, really important because they say that the Antichrist is gonna be coming from the water plane. And I have another reason about this frog, but when we look at Cardi B, she's standing up in space with six stars around her in a demonic suit, and she's actually crouched down looking like a frog. And so the dark side will put forth memes for us spiritually online so it, it corrupts us. It gets our mind programmed to think a certain way. And it's meme warfare, literally spiritual warfare through memes. And that's why with QAnon, which is a controlled opposition put forth by the dark side, they do that to make everything sound silly. They put, because pretty much if, if truth is coming out, especially about, that's why the dark side, they always describe QAnon as a conspiracy theory. And they always paint the narrative for you because if people don't know what QAnon is, then when the mainstream, they give their description of it, it sounds really silly. That's why when they ask Trump about it, they're like, oh, isn't QAnon, they believe that the Democrats are satanic pedophiles and cannibals? Because if you don't know what a QAnon is, like right now, if you're hearing this, you're like, what did he just say? Satanic what? Like, that's exactly why they describe it like that every single time. They won't just say, oh, QAnon. They say the conspiracy theory QAnon that believes that blah, 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 Satanists are pedophiles and cannibals. They always describe it like that purposely so that if someone doesn't know what it is, they hear it and they're like, that's utter nonsense. 
And I've described about QAnon on TPR 60 about what it really is and why they put it forth for us. But that's exactly why it's controlled opposition, because they need to control if people are coming to truths and truths are coming out about them being pedophiles, about them doing that, they have to try and make it sound silly in some way. So then they distort it and they try and control it and put forth some truth about it. But then they also lie and corrupt it again to make it corrupted. So then people falsely believe QAnon. And then the people who don't even know what it is, they will never believe it because they'll keep trusting in the mainstream media because they're like, oh, that sounds silly. It's a conspiracy theory. So that a QAnon is a controlled opposition. <clears throat> but that's just how they use memes. And that's why Q is using the frog memes and emojis purposely. And all the people who are following Q who think that Donald Trump is going to stop this, they are following. The, the, QAnon is preparing people for when Satan comes, for when the Antichrist comes. Because on QAnon, it keeps saying like, uh, the light is coming because it's it's deception. It's the false light. It's no marvel that Satan masquerades himself as a being of light. So that's what they do with the QAnon. And all those people that are putting the frog emojis and saying, oh, the war is coming, the war is coming. They don't even realize that they're helping to welcome in this Antichrist. So I think this frog has some importance, especially with the memes and with QAnon, the frog importance. And now I'm actually going to read a comment on this is on Zachary Hubbard, who he speaks about Gematria. He speaks about so much stuff and he's very accurate with things, speaking about things beforehand, before they even happen and stuff. So he's very good. Zachary Hubbard, you can find him on my Twitter. He's on YouTube at Gematria Effect Sports, Gematria Effect News, Free to Find Truth, Gematria Effect News. Those are his blogs. You can find his Twitter on mine. I retweet him all the time. And I'm going to read a comment from one of his blog posts about this frog as well and kind of just give some more examples of this really. And so the blog post is from a few weeks ago or a month or so ago when I think in New York they set up this time clock about um, when, when, how much time we have to save the earth before uh, global warming or climate change d destroys the earth. And so this is just a random comment on this blog post, but I actually think that it has some validity. I'll let you discern it for yourself, but I think it actually has some truth in it. And the person actually left their website and I went on it and it's like, they're speaking about having people repent and repent to the most high. And it seems like it's actually like a, a legit person that commented it on this blog post. So I'll just read it. You could discern it for yourself, but we'll speak about some some truth that's actually in this blog post. So let's read it. And so this comment that I'm about to read, they're referencing the Kanye West and Katy Perry music video called E.T. Extraterrestrial from years ago. But again, Katy Perry and Kanye West, because all these agendas have been going on for years and decades now, years and years, even more than decades. But um, let me read this comment for you. So the Satanist Katy Perry in her video directed by Satanist Fluria Sigismondi shows us that in 2030, the pigeon, a common bird, goes extinct. That pigeon is symbolic for something, just like the video is symbolic for Satan in space coming down to Earth because he will be cast out by Michael after masquerading as a frog alien. One more time, the Satanist Katy Perry in her video directed by Satanist Fluria Sigismondi shows us that in 2030, the pigeon, a common bird, goes extinct. That pigeon is symbolic for something just like the video is symbolic for Satan in space coming down to earth because it will be cast out by Michael after masquerading as a frog alien. And so 
It's really important that this person mentions the frog and the alien as well. And like I said, with QAnon, they have the frog symbolism, frog memes, frog emojis. And so pretty much the video that that comment is referencing is the ET video of Katy Perry and Kanye West. And the, the pigeon thing that he is referencing, I'll read the quote that they show. And it's, it's like a, they show it on the screen in that music video. It says, it says, pigeon, a common bird went extinct 2030. So that's what it says in that music video. And again, it's really important that that comment said about the frog and the alien because we know that QAnon is using the frogs, using the frog memes, the frog symbolism, frog emojis. So that's important that someone else thinks about the, fro the frog is of importance. Again, we read the Antichrist is coming from the water plane. Um, so that's very interesting. But again, it doesn't really it's it's hard to decipher if he's masquerading as an alien or as a frog, you know, then he then. Will they not be masquerading it as Jesus? That's why I'm really just trying to put this information out there for you so that you could decipher. Maybe their deception will be like, all right, look, Jesus is here. Or maybe their deception will be like there was an alien invasion. Um, you know what I'm saying? That's These are things that they could do because I spoke about in my last episode about how they've been practicing with CGI videos in the mainstream media. I told you how very recently, there was the Utah man was chased for six minutes by a cougar. That was a CGI computer generated image altered video. I'm assuring you that it is. And pretty much how they do it is they put the video up. They put a CGI video of the cougar on the screen. It just really appears out of nowhere to the left of the screen. It just appears and then it's walking towards him. Very, It's very obvious. And then they just do a voiceover of someone going, oh, oh, stay away, stay away. A voiceover. That's what they do with these videos. And it was the same thing with the video of the lady choking out the dog in the park while the dog was on the leash. It's a CGI altered pre-recorded video. The person who was saying, don't touch me, stay away, you're racist. That was not a real person. That's just a voiceover that they do. Same thing with the Cougar video. When he's saying, oh, stay away, that's a voiceover that they do. And then the CGI graphic is the Cougar walking. That's a CGI animated video. And then in the dog in the park, that lady is just there speaking, but then that dog that's on the leash, it's not really there. It's added onto the video. It's a CGI altered video. And this is how they are going to use deception. So they very well might put a CGI on the screen and say, a CGI and say, look, it's Jesus coming or put a CGI on the screen and say an alien invasion is happening. And either way, they are going to rise up their antichrist. So these are deceptions that you need to know about. And that's why I said it's deception because Yahusha is going to be coming through the clouds. So that's why they are going to do the exact same deception and just show you either Jesus, the false image coming through the clouds or an alien invasion coming through the clouds. And as far as the alien invasion, that might sound laughable or silly to you, but you can look it up. There has been news programming, predictive programming news articles very recently of them saying aliens, space, Mars, life on Mars, life here, life there. People talking about space, people talking about all types of stuff. They could say an asteroid is coming. That's another CGI that they could do is say, oh, an asteroid is coming to blast away the earth or something. They could do something like that. Because as I covered in my last episode, the masses are believing anything at this point. They can come out and say Trump has the coronavirus and they believe it. They could say that a man was chased by a cougar for six minutes. They will believe it. I covered all of this in my last episode, but that cougar video, it's a CGI video. It's an altered video. It's completely contrived, made up. They put the demonic six in there. Oh, he was chased for six minutes. The demonic six. 
and it's just a CGI video because they are making sure that the masses will believe anything. And just like, oh, Trump had the coronavirus, I believe it. There's a cougar chasing a man. Oh, I believe it. They could literally come out and say, hey, guys, the sky turned purple today. And 90% of the masses, instead of going out and checking for themselves, they would just believe the TV and be like, hey, did you know that the sky turned purple? When all they could do is just look outside and see that it's not true. That's the truth about the mainstream media and all these people that believe in it. They believe the TV so much. They believe the TV more than their own uh, family and friends, people that are with them in this life. They don't, they believe the TV over anything, over anything. And that is exactly why people are going to be so deceived by either a fake alien invasion or a fake Jesus coming or a fake asteroid or something, but it's going to go through CGI. And that's why they're practicing with CGI altered videos. Now the fake cougar video, I'm assuring you with everything that that is a altered CGI video, the cougar video, altered CGI fake same exact thing with the lady in the park choking out the dog on the leash. Fake video. There was no one really recording it. It's just they record the lady saying it and then they add a voiceover. That person, that guy that said she was being racist or whatever, that was a fake voice, a voiceover. They add that on over and the dog is the CGI part. The dog on the leash, it's not really there. They add that on. And they're doing it now to practice deception. And that's why I said with the Trump video as well, when they, when he said he, it was the night that he had the coronavirus, he came out and nightly news, literally Lester Holt was like, we're getting a video from the president. I've never seen this before. And that's what I'm saying is like, they say, oh, I've never seen this before. Lester Holt has seen that video because it wasn't just sent in during the nightly news. It's just all theater. It's political theater. So they have, all right, guys, we're going to have Trump come down with the coronavirus. And then during the nightly news, we'll send in this video. Like Lester Holtz, he's like, I've never seen this before. That is all a lie. The mainstream media is just straight lies, straight theatrics, straight theatrics, political theater, straight lies, straight deception, everything that they say. And I covered this really in my last episode so much, but Straight deception, straight lies from the mainstream media. And so Lester Holt says, oh, I've never seen this before when he's seen it. It's a pre-recorded video. They had that recorded. They had that video made for weeks and months beforehand because the, they knew that they were going to say Trump had the coronavirus at this time. They knew that for weeks and months or even years. And it ended up canceling one of the debates because it's all by design. And actually in this episode, I'm going to speak about the presidency and the election that's impending and happening before our eyes, I'm actually going to speak more about this, but I need to finish up these clarifications with this deception first. So that's why they're practicing with CGI videos. I'm assuring you the cougar video is CGI, the video of her choking out the dog in the park, CGI. And even with Trump, he said during the night, nightly news, oh, this is a video sent in from Trump that was pre-recorded for months or weeks or years before. And it's either Trump as like a deep fake or Trump as a CGI or not really him, or it is him. And then the background is fake as well. But they're doing this so that when it comes time for the deception, the masses will believe a fake video from the president, a fake video outside of a cougar or a fake video of someone outside in a park. They are going to make sure that we are believing these deceptions, these wicked deceptions. And that's what the dark side is going to do to rise up their antichrist. And as far as that comment that I read, it said about 2030, I said 2036 is the year of the dragon, which in the book of Revelation, we read about the dragon. So 2036, and again, 36, the number of the beast, 666, 36, 2036. So that's really interesting. The comment said 2030. So, you know, as far as these end times, 
that's quite possible. And again, in the book of Daniel, it speaks about the end times. It speaks about the years and the weeks and the time and just discerning and deciphering the timelines as well. It speaks about that in the book of Daniel. And then the book of Revelation, obviously, is really the book about the end times. And so really, honestly, I'm pretty urgent about those uh, CGI videos because it's really important that we start not believing the mainstream because so many of the masses are falling for this. And they're still like, then they come out after about the lady in the park. They're like, oh, she had her court case. She had this. She she went to court. She went to jail or whatever. Like the, the masses are still wrapped up in fake videos, fake articles from months ago, from like May, June or July, like whenever that was, like months and months later, they're still talking about it. Still like the mainstream media. And I covered this in my last episode, the mainstream media, it's just straight contrived news stories, fake names, fake articles, fake videos, everything is fake. But more importantly, this is how so many people are going to be deceived through the mainstream media's deception that they see on the TV. And I really covered the important points again with the iPhone 12. It's literally depicting pretty much the Antichrist being cast out of heaven and they're blurring the lines, copying the blue light of Archangel Michael, putting forth a demonic darker blue demonic dark side blue, but again, the iPhone 12, it's really showing it being cast down. That's exactly what it looks like. And again, the iPhone 12, because it's showing that these end times are coming soon. We're already in the end times. So the end times have started. We're already in the end times. So these things that happen in the end times are coming soon. And I also touched on the frogs, the QAnon, the memes, That's why they put out the frog memes. That's why they put out the frog emojis because QAnon is a controlled opposition. It's helping people bring in the false light of Satan, which it's no marvel that Satan masquerades as a being of light. So they keep saying, oh, the storm is coming. Oh, the light is coming. Whatever the QAnon says, but they're bringing in the dark side demonic antichrist and they don't even know it. And again, with the memes, the frogs, That's really important. And we saw from that comment on the blog post speaking about the frogs as well. And we know that the Antichrist and really just dark side spirits in general come from the water plane. And we had Cardi B in the demonic devil suit with the devil horns, demonic red, crouching down, looking like a frog. She's up in space with six demonic six stars around her. So I think that was really portraying what is to come with this dark side antichrist being risen up very soon in these end times. We are in the end times. This is the end of this age. You can read as you read the word, you'll read about this, but this is the end of the age. We are in the end times. This is the end of this age. And Yah has prophesied this for generations ago he has prophesied the end of this age so we are living out these prophecies that's why yah does what he does that's why it's not really a spiritual war because the most high god is controlling the light and the dark side the most high needs the dark side and their wickedness to reach a certain point so that the most high can then send yahusha to purge the wickedness but he needs that wickedness to get to this certain point so really It's all just for prophecy. All of this happens just for prophecy. The Most High prophecies it, and then it comes true. 
That's really what it's for. So it's a war just on our souls. It's not really a war that we have to win because the Most High has already won the war for us. He's already determined the outcome of the win, the outcome of the war, rather. He's already determined that we win the war, the spiritual war. But the war that you still have to fight really is the war on your own spirit because it's about salvation of your soul. That's why it is a war on our spirits because until you repent, until you get into Yah's hand, until you know Yah, know Yahuwah, and know Yahusha, that's how it still is a war on your spirit because that's why there's deception. That's why there's pro sports, Hollywood, music, movies, politics, everything in this world just to lead us astray and around and around. And I covered that in my last episode, but that's why it's there because it's to lead us away from the one truth. The one truth is just Yah, Yahuwah, and salvation through Yahusha. That's it. That is the one truth that is trying to be Uh, masqueraded and hidden from you and once you reach that truth that's how you win the spiritual war on your own soul you give yourself a chance of redemption you repent in the name of yahusha you repent with fear and trembling you get on your knees and repent to the most high and that's how you have a chance of redemption through our savior yahusha hamashiach salvation in the messiah and it's all from yahuwah elahai the lord my God, Yahuwah Elohino, the Lord our God. Yahuwah Elohaka, the Lord your God. I'll start to transition now. So as I said, 2036 is not the next year of the dragon, but that's a year of the dragon. Pretty much there is uh, 2024 is the next year of the dragon, but then following that it's 2036. And 2024, 2 plus 4 equals 6. And 2036 is 3-6, as in 3-6, which we read about in the book of Revelation, the number of the beast. 2036, the year of the dragon. And then 2022 is the year of the tiger, which I spoke about that in my last episode, TPR 69. I spoke about 2022 being the year of the tiger as far as the coronavirus going until 2022. I covered all that in my last episode, TPR 69. And then in TPR 68, the episode that came before that one, I spoke about some dreams, part one. So now I'll actually speak about dreams part two for you just a tiny bit. So in TPR 68, I clarified how pretty much everything that we see in dreams is just a reflection really of things that are within us. And unless it's intervention from the most high God, we should really disregard our dreams. When I was recording my last episode 69, I was actually going to put dreams part two in there and I actually recorded some information and I'm going to plug it in this episode so you can actually hear it. But Pretty much I was like thinking, I'm like, oh, the spiritual warfare can go on in our dreams and stuff like that. But then as I thought about it more and I really just kept going back and discerning and just thinking about that verse I covered in 68 saying it's all just a reflection of ourself. I'm thinking about I'm like, I'm like, really, the spiritual warfare doesn't actually really even go into our dreams because the dreams are just reflections of ourselves. So I'm going to plug in here and show you certain dreams that you can rebuke. Like when you have a sexual type of dream, you could wake up and rebuke that and show the most high that you're not accepting the sexual nature of a dream or the sexual even perversion in a dream or sexual anything in a dream. You could rebuke that. And I'll plug in the little clip right here so you can hear it. Um, but you could rebuke certain dreams, but ultimately everything we see in dreams is a reflection of ourselves unless it's intervention from the most high. And just like how you're going to know who the real Yahusha is, you're going to know when you get a dream that's intervention from the most high. You're going to know the difference. So ultimately, I think it was really that's why I trusted my discernment and I didn't even put the dreams part two in the last episode, but saved it for here because I'm like, I want to give that clarification. I don't want to 
have you thinking um, that the spiritual warfare can even really go to your dreams? Because I guess in a sense it can, but 99% of the time, everything we see in a dream is just a reflection of ourself. If we're seeing darkness in a dream, it's not necessarily the dark side trying to get us or tempt us. It can be like you're going to hear, but it really likely is just darkness that's within us that we have to clear and we have to rebuke. So that's why, as you'll hear right here, I'm going to play in just a second. That's why you can rebuke certain dreams in the morning and that can be beneficial for you. So I'll plug in the clip right here and let you listen to dreams part two. And so really just one concept is really the idea of rebuking certain dreams. You will understand what a dark side type of dream is and a dream that needs to be rebuked when you wake up. So pretty much pretty much when you wake up in the morning after having a dark side dream, and I'll explain a little bit more about what they are, but you'll know by your spirit, by your Ruach, which means spirit, you'll know by the spirit that you got from the Most High, the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh, you will know what type of dream you have to rebuke in the morning. But pretty much when you do it, you could just pray to Yah and quite literally rebuke the dream that you had um, and seek out Yah to help him, uh, to help you rather um, rid yourself of the dark side energy that may have gotten near you or around you and really rebuke the dark side energy from the dream. So when it comes to anything, when you're rebuking anything, you could quite simply say Yahuwah rebuke you. Like I said, following your spirit, following your Ruach is the easiest way to understand. You'll wake up and understand that you had a dark side dream pretty much. A way that you'll understand is really any type of sexual dream that you have. A lot of times is actually a dark side and demonic dream because the demonic spirit could be trying to make a covenant with you through the sexual agreement. So pretty much if you have some type of weird or just any type of sexual dream, it's really usually dark side. So you could rebuke that. Um, as far as for my guys... I won't even read this verse, but for the males out there, if you read Deuteronomy 23, 10, 11, um, that'll just quickly touch on a point of how you can know and also what type of dreams to rebuke as well. So Deuteronomy 23, 10, 11 for the guys out there. So sexual type dreams you could rebuke. I spoke about twin flame dreams. So I said, not anytime you dream about a person, that doesn't mean that they're your twin flame. So again, you could even have a sexual type of dream where you had a sexual encounter or something similar in a dream with someone and that might make you think oh are they my twin flame but in all reality it could be a demonic spirit and that's how it gets near you in the dream so that's why it's very important to rebuke this stuff when you wake up because that can just show really the most high just how you're not accepting what happened in the dream you're rebuking it so um that's just how you'll kind of understand what type of spiritual warfare can go on in your dreams um, and how to rebuke any dark side dreams that you may have. And so, like I said, really pretty much everything we see in dreams, I touched on this in TPR 68, it's really just reflections of yourself. So it's not even so much spiritual warfare. And most importantly, if it's intervention from the most high through your dream, you will know that it is so. You will know that it's intervention from the most high. That's why I waited and didn't put it in TPR 69, but rather held it for this episode, TPR 70, the dreams part two, because I could clarify and really assure you that pretty much the majority of what you see in a dream is not spiritual warfare, but rather just reflections of yourself and reflections of thoughts, energies, and stuff and truths that you already know within yourself. And unless it's intervention of the most high, really, you can pretty much disregard and then possibly rebuke really anything that you see in dreams and rebuke dark side stuff that you may do see or 
come across in your dreams. So that's the clarification for dreams part two. And so I'm going to speak more about my last episode, TPR 69. But before I get there, I just have a random clarification for you. So I was speaking about how you don't have to pay attention to astrology or any of the new age spirituality that they put forth, like astrology or your horoscopes or the moons or paying attention to the moons or doing any nonsense with that. You really don't have to do any of that. You could just seek out the most high. Yah is the one that created the moon. He put it there. He put the moon, the sun, and the stars there. So we don't have to bow down and worship uh, the new moon or anything like that. We have to worship the most high. However, as far as the new moon, something that I can clarify is in the word, we actually read about um, the new moon festivals. And what we read about in the word is that the new moon is really just there to let us know about the change of seasons. And so I'm going to do a full episode on festivals and I'm going to go to the Seifer because in the real word, you won't even really, in in the word that they give us through the King James, the New Revised Standard, you won't even really understand how to do the new moon festivals. But really, you're going to need the Seifer to understand that because it has the removed books in there, which speaks about the new moon festivals, when they are and what the purpose is for them. But I'll tell you the purpose right now is the new moon festivals are just days to celebrate the most high. It's not a day for fasting, but a day to celebrate the most high and a day to understand the change of seasons. So there's going to be four new moon festivals on the same day every year. And I'm going to cover that in a full episode. If the most high wishes, if he allows in just a few episodes from now, I will cover that the festivals, including the new moon festivals as well. So that's a clarification. I said, you don't have to pay attention to the new moons at all. But in a sense, you can do the new moon festivals of the most high, which is going to be four times per year. And I'm going to cover that in an episode very soon, if the most high allows, if he wishes. So I'll cover the new moon festivals four times a year to show about the change of seasons. And on the new moon festivals, those are days to honor the most high, not a day of fasting, but a day of feast rather, and celebration and convocation to honor the most high God. So in that festivals episode, I'll speak about the new moon festivals. I'll also speak about the Passover, the festival of trumpets as well as the other festivals and other um, holy convocation days that are in the word. So if the Most High allows, if he wishes, I will speak about that in just a few episodes from now, the festivals, the holy days that the Most High tells us about, in addition to just his Sabbath days as well. So the Sabbath is um, Friday evening to Saturday evening. I spoke about honoring the Sabbath, the very very much importance of, of honoring the Sabbath. It's Friday evening to Saturday evening. So really when I say evening to evening, it's really even to even in the word. So that's really kind of sundown to sundown from Friday evening to Saturday evening. When the sun goes down on Friday evening to when the sun goes down on Saturday evening, that's the true Sabbath, even to even, evening to evening. So You know what I'm saying? You could count the entire evening, but definitely by the time the sun goes down Friday evening to the time that the sun goes down on Saturday evening, that is definitely even to even the true Sabbath day, Friday evening to Saturday evening. You could go evening to evening or even to even Friday evening to Saturday evening is the real true Sabbath day. And it's of utmost importance to still honor the Sabbath day, Yah's day, the Sabbath day. Okay, and so now I will clarify some points from my last episode, TPR 69. And then I will speak about the election a little bit and just a few miscellaneous points. And then I will start to wrap this one up. So 
you know, I still got a lot of info coming, but let's just keep it rolling. So now let me get back to what we covered in TPR 69. So in my last episode, I spoke about Adam Sandler and pretty much how he had the new movie out on Netflix on October 7th. And then six or seven days later, that actress that he formerly worked with, the side character actress, she mysteriously dies six or seven days later after Adam Sandler had his his new movie out on Netflix. I covered that in the last episode. And just one point that I forgot is the movie came out on October 7th. But one uh, point that I forgot is that the actress died at age 77. So Adam Sandler's new movie comes out on Netflix on October 7th. Six or seven days later, this actress dies at age 77. So that tweet is on my Twitter at RyanMichael11. And I spoke about that ritual in my last episode, TPR69. I also spoke about pro sports in TPR69. I spoke about Joe Burrow. I spoke about the Lakers, that scripted NBA championship. Joe Burrow scripted college football championship. Um, I said how Joe Burrow, it was the LSU Tigers versus the Clemson Tigers. And then after Joe Burrow defeats the Clemson Tigers playing for the LSU Tigers, he gets drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals, number one overall, which a Bengal is a Tiger. I covered that in my last episode, TPR 69. And so as far as sports being so in, so blatantly scripted, here's just some other really obvious examples. And now we're going to look at the city of Tampa Bay, right? Tampa. So in this offseason, Tom Brady, who is Mr. Championships, Mr. Super Bowl, he signs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? In the offseason, Brady signs with Tampa, Mr. Championships. That's where he goes. He goes to Tampa. And then this season, you notice who wins the Stanley Cup? The Tampa Bay Lightning, right? So Brady goes to Tampa Bay Bucks, and then the Tampa Bay Lightning win the Stanley Cup. All right, there. that's just one. That's a coincidence, right? Now let's look at baseball. Who's in the World Series right now? Tampa Bay Rays. So again, Mr. Championships, Brady, because all of those championships for the Patriots, they were all scripted because they all came after 9-11. What happened in 9-11? The Patriot Act. And then from 2001 to 2018 or 2019, who was in the Super Bowl almost every single year? Tom Brady and the Patriots right after the Patriot Act. Because like I covered in TPR 27 at the very start, when I first started speaking out about all this, I covered how the Super Bowl is synced up with politics. And so the Patriots, all those Super Bowls, they were scripted that way. Brady's whole career has been scripted so that he will have all his championships. It's scripted that way. They make it so. So further proof, Mr. Brady, Mr. Championships goes to the Tampa Bay Bucks, And now this same season, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning. They win the Stanley Cup. Then this season, Tampa Bay Rays are in the World Series. And where is the Super Bowl being played this year, you might ask? It's being played in Tampa Bay, where Mr. Championships, Mr. Brady just went. So if you believe all of those are coincidences, I really do feel bad because Sports are entirely scripted, very scripted, and it just shows that they're all synced up with each other. Are those coincidences? And again, who are the Tampa Bay Rays playing in the World Series? They're playing the LA Dodgers, who just won the NBA Finals, the LA Lakers. So it's so incredibly obvious how scripted all of these sports are. And again, who just went to the Tampa Bay Bucks? Antonio Brown. 
because all that nonsense last season with Antonio Brown being all of that nonsense, it was all rituals, all distractions, all they knew that entire time when he signed with the Patriots, they knew he would never play a game with them, or maybe he did play a game with them, but they knew he wouldn't stay with them. They knew that he would get cut, he would get released, he would get whatever, and then he would end up on the Bucks with Brady. And same thing with Gronk. They have him retire, and then he comes out of retirement to play with Brady. They knew that before. Before Gronk even retired, he knew that he was going to be playing for the Bucks with Brady because all of these are narratives. Brady and Gronk, they are all puppets. They help to script the league. They know the agendas. They know exactly what's going on. So it's so obvious to me of what's going on with Tampa Bay. The Super Bowl is there this year. Brady goes there. And then the Lightning win the Cup. And now the Rays are in the the World Series. It's so obvious. And they're playing the LA Dodgers, the LA Lakers just won the NBA Finals. It's so obvious. And so as far as Brady and the Bucks, I'll really say this year, if they don't go to the Super Bowl, it's pretty clear that they're going to at least be in the NFC Championship to go to that game because they're going to be saying in the NFC Championship, oh, this is to... If the Bucks win this, it'll be like a home game in the Super Bowl for him. Like, that is what they're going to say. Like, it is so easy to see these narratives, like, months in advance. So you can already know that the Bucks are going to, I think, be at least in the NFC Championship and then either in the, in the Super Bowl or not. But, again, it's just such mockery, and it's so obvious that all of a sudden the Tampa Bay teams are – in all the championships, right after Mr. Championship, Mr. Super Bowl goes there. I mean, if you can't see this, it's crazy to me, but it's so easy to see. So I know, I honestly know that you guys see it, but. And so now that I'm speaking about sports, that actually brings me to this election and this Thursday night football game that we just had the other day. So it was the Philadelphia Eagles versus the New York Giants. And so I mentioned Zach Hubbard in this episode who he speaks about Gematria. He is the go-to man when it comes to Gematria. He is on point with this. He said before this Thursday night football game, because it was the same night as the debate, Zach said that you can look for the final election clue in this Thursday night football game. And I say election clue because it's a rigged selection. The president right now, they already know who it is. All the votes are not even counted. I'm gonna speak about the votes a little bit too. Um, but this Thursday night football game, Zach really said that this is really a big indicator. So some facts about this game are that, uh, Joe Biden is from Pennsylvania, just like it's the Philadelphia Eagles and Donald Trump is from New York, just like it's the New York Giants. So the PA Philadelphia Eagles represent Joe Biden and then the New York Giants represent Donald Trump. So just some, some facts are. Boston Scott scored the game-winning touchdown, and they were mentioning how he's five foot six. And I said how fifty-six is the number of coronavirus. In my last episode, I gave the full list of coronavirus words in Gematria that summed to fifty-six. So he's the five foot six running back. He scores the game-winning touchdown. So pretty much what Zach is saying is that, and there's other points as well, but the bottom line is. The point that Zach is saying is that he actually says if the, he's going by that game, if that's the final clue, is that Biden is going to win. And honestly, before this, I thought no, I thought for sure it was going. I don't care either way. I literally do not care either way because I know that politics are scripted. They're all puppets. People are putting their faith in Biden or Trump. I mean, it, it's I don't care either way who wins the rig selection because they're both demonic. They're both puppets. They're both sellouts. I don't care who it is, but. Zach is saying that based upon this game, because the PA team won in the last second, 
even though it looked like the Giants were going to win. Zach is actually saying that it looks like it's Biden. And the reason why it looks like that is because the final play where Boston Scott scored that touchdown, the game-winning touchdown, the play started with 46 seconds left on the clock. And if Biden wins, he will become the 46th president. And there's something with the number 16. I can't exactly remember what it was, but Biden will be the 16th Democratic president or something like that. You could go on my Twitter and I retweeted Zach's blog post about this game. You could see all the gematria. There's a bunch of things. Um, but he's pretty much saying that it, based on that game, it looks like Biden. And going before that, I would have thought it looked to me like Trump is going to win. But that's probably the whole point. So we're going to see if that if that happens. But I mean, I don't care either way. The one point is I feel I can read uh, Trump spiritually pretty good i can like i feel like you kind of understand what you're going to get from trump whereas uh biden and the harris they're they're really unpredictable unpredictable to me spiritually as well like i can't spiritually read them yet because i've been used to spiritually reading trump so as far as that aspect i would probably just prefer to have to just read trump more but if it switches and now biden's the president then we'll have to learn how to read spiritually harris and biden or whoever's in there but um, I just think that's really interesting with the game. And there's a lot of other gematria. I should have had it. But this is just side points of how you can see that that game was scripted. Two points, right? The one is the Daniel Jones where he was running and he had a clear touchdown and then he just fell and went down. Bro, that was a like, bro, why do you think he fell down? He wasn't meant to score because they can't just have they couldn't have him break off an 80 yard touchdown run because all of the touchdowns, everything is predetermined and scripted out. So he literally just had to fall down. Why else? There's no explanation. He did not trip. He just went down. You can tell when someone trips, their feet have to go like trip over something. He did not trip. He just went down. And then the other play before the the last time that the Giants had the ball before the Eagles took the lead on the on the Boston Scott touchdown, it was third down, and the receiver for the Giants Ingram the pass was right in his hands, dropped it, and Ingram didn't even Ingram didn't even react. He just ran back to the sideline. He didn't show any frustration. It literally looked like he did his job perfectly. Like he was like, "All right, I got it." Like dropping it. It didn't look like his job was to catch the ball and he just made a crucial mistake at a crucial point in the game, which is what happened. It looked like he was happy that he did his job correctly. It hit his hands, he fell, and he ran right to the sideline. No reaction at all. If you were a competitor and you were playing in a really tight game like that and you just made a crucial mistake, I think you would have some reaction. He had no reaction at all. So those two things are so obvious to me that they know that they they all know how the game has to end they knew that this was a really scripted game and that's why what zach is saying is true is that this game was to determine and to give the final clue because it was the same night as the final debate so the thursday night it's a prime time game it's the only game that night that's why they do it like that that's why those guys have to follow the script that's why daniel jones couldn't just rush in for his touchdown he was like oops i I ran too good or I, I whatever. And he had to go down. And same thing with Ingram. He just drops it because he has to do that. It has to, it's third down. He has to drop it so that it becomes fourth down so that the Eagles will get the ball so that the Eagles can set up that 40 with 46 seconds left, get the game winning touchdown. So that is just how it goes. And 
You might think that it's far-fetched, but when you see Daniel Jones trip over nothing, when even the announcer, he's like, he's gone. And then he literally just falls down. Like, bro, you he did not trip. He went down. And same thing, Engram did not just drop the pass by mistake. He dropped it on purpose. He did his job, what he was instructed to do. And he had no reaction because he he knew that he did what he meant to do. And then he just ran to the sideline. Just watch those highlights. And that will show you how... That game was scripted and how the NFL is scripted. And I'm really just sick of people making excuses. Oh, he didn't mean like he tripped. No, he did not trip. And they even on the one ESPN Instagram account, they compared that to like a Patrick Mahomes run. Same thing last year in the playoffs in the AFC championship. I think it was Titans versus Chiefs. They had the Patrick Mahomes run where they had six or five or four Titans missed tackles and they all had a chance to tackle him, but they missed the tackles. And they're like, what a run by Patrick Mahomes. It's a scripted play. And I'm tired of people making excuses like, oh, they just missed tackles. They're grown men. They're, they're 300 pounds grown linebackers and they can't tackle Patrick Mahomes. Come on, bro. Like, those guys in the AFC Championship don't miss tackles. They're instructed to not tackle him. They know that they can't tackle him, just like Daniel Jones knew he couldn't score a touchdown. And if you think, oh, well, why would they follow the script? Well, if they know that this league is full of blood sacrifices, don't you think that would make you want to follow the script? So... They don't play games in the NFL. It's all rituals, all scripts, all nonsense. And we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if there's truth in this or not. I'm not trying to say, oh, Zach is right or he's predicting the future. I'm just saying it's looking. It looked like Trump was going to win. So if Biden ends up winning, just like this game showed, it looked like the Giants were going to win. It looked like it was all over. The game was done. And then a miraculous comeback. The five foot six running back catches the touchdown. And there's many other Gematria points. I'm really unprepared. I should have had my Gematria ready. But just look at the blog post for yourself. There's several points. But if that comes true, if Biden wins, then you'll kind of see how the NFL football is synced up and scripted. And that's what they love to do from the Super Bowls to the primetime games. They love syncing it up with politics and putting those rituals in there and those syncs, the synchronizations in there between politics and sports. And so I honestly know I'm probably missing some important gematria with that. But again, just look it up for yourself. And really, you don't even need to know about the gematria, just knowing about Boston Scott being... Oh, another thing is that Boston Scott finished with 46 rushing yards and 46 receiving yards. And again, that final play, the final touchdown play was on 46 seconds left when they snapped the ball. There's 46 seconds left, and if Biden wins, he becomes the 46th president. And there was something with 16, I do believe, and he'll be the 16th Democratic. He'll be the 16th Democratic president. And again, Biden is a Catholic, and I spoke about the Jesuits, the Society of Jesus, which is from the Catholic Church. So, and again, Kobe Bryant. They said he was coming from Catholic Mass when he died on his helicopter. Like. All of these are rituals and same thing with Biden. If the Jesuits, the Society of Jesus are running the shows, if they're above the Freemasons, above the synagogue of Satan, that's why they're going to have the Catholic president, the Catholic Biden. So it's really interesting. So we're going to see in just a few weeks about this scripted rig selection. Again, we don't have to cast our votes in this because when you cast your vote in a rig dark side demonic selection, you are giving your consent to the dark side. And now I'm just going to shift to just a few things that are on my Twitter at RyanMichael11, and then I'm going to wrap this episode up. So speaking of the election, I put out on 
a picture how on my Snapchat this came up. It was even on the Snapchat, they program us. The programming goes through Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, all our ads, everything that we're getting, even Snapchat promoted stories, all that stuff. So again, this is on my Twitter. I put a screenshot. It's Biden. Again, it's the quote, the, the caption on it says, who really decides the president or something like that? And it's Biden and some other guy and the other guys doing the three, six Illuminati hand sign. And the reason it's a three, six, it's like the AOK hand sign. It's the three, six, because when you do it with your fingers, it's the three, six. And it also makes like this, this sign in the shape of a six. It's three, six, 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 six. So in this Snapchat story, it says, who really decides the president? And it's Biden standing next to a guy who's holding up the Illuminati 3-6 A-OK hand sign, 3-6. And the reason I think it's important now is because, and I just said on the tweet, I was like, this is how we're being programmed. We're being mocked on our Snapchat because they put up the demonic hand signs. They put up who really elects the president because they're trying to show that we don't elect the president. It's a scripted selection. And I think that, Again, this gives some validity to Zach's claims about it being possibly Biden is because that's why they put Biden next to the guy saying who really elects the president, because it's all of it is predictive programming from Snapchat to Instagram to everything. It's predictive programming. So that's why they put the picture of Biden up talking about the president, because it's getting us ready for Biden possibly winning and being the president. So that's even more solidifies it. it wasn't Trump and the guy doing a hand sign. It was Biden next to the guy because it says who really elects the president and it showed Biden. And then also on my Twitter, I, I love because sometimes I'll just walk by someone who's watching the mainstream TV. And when they're watching the news, I'll just literally take pictures of their headlines and, and I actually use them on my Twitter and stuff. So I, I just happened to be walking by the other day, the TV, and it says, 47 million ballots already cast or whatever, 47 million. So I took the picture of that. And again, 47 is the number of the Freemasons. Their compass is set to 47 degrees. Um, that's why our 4th of July is 7-4, a date that can be written 4-7 or 7-4 because it mirrors 47. And so that's why it was a contrived news article of 47 million people have cast their ballots because it's all just lies. The mainstream media just straight lies. Every single article that you're seeing, it's a fake number, a fake quote. I covered this in my last episode. It's all just lies, fake numbers. So 47 million people have cast their votes. So I looked up White House is 47 in Gematria, President is 47 in Gematria, and that's why on... 4th of July, it's 7-4-47. That's why they say 47 million people have cast ballots because it's all just scripted nonsense. So you could see that as well, 47 million. And uh, as unbelievable as it might sound, yes, every single news article from the mainstream media is just straight lies. They literally just straight lie to us. And they say about, oh, so 47 million people have voted. All those votes, they don't even count. They're not even counting the ballots. That's why it's such mockery because this year, especially, they made such a big deal about, oh, you got to vote. You got to get your ballot in. You got to do it the right way. All those commercials. Did you cast your vote? Do you know how to vote? Did you get it in the right envelope? Do you know how to do it? They are laughing at us because they have so many people shook about the election. So many people shook about getting your vote in. It doesn't even count. They don't even count the votes. It, every single thing that we're voting on in this election is already decided who's going to win it's decided. It's a rigged selection. You don't have to cast any votes. They don't even count any of the votes. That's why it's such a mockery this year, making such a big deal about the voting and it never counts. It never did. And so my last couple points also on my Twitter, 
I put out how Michael Jordan, this was on Instagram, they put out a tw- they put out a, a post about MJ. I think it was ESPN or something or Bleacher Report, some of this nonsense, but it was a quote about Michael Jordan. And it said, the quote was, just paraphrasing, it was like, in order to be successful, you got to have something that's not successful. In order to win, you got to lose. In order to, something like that. In order to win, you got to lose. In order to be successful, you got to have something that's not successful. And I put on the tweet how it's as above, so below. That's what the Freemasons, the dark side people believe. You cannot have success without something that's not successful. You cannot have wins without losses. You cannot have good without bad. That's why it's order out of chaos. As above, so below. In order to get to the chaos, or in order to get to the order, you must have the chaos. So as above, so below. That's why Jordan said that. You have to have something that's not successful and something that's successful, something that's a loss and something that's a win. And I just pointed out how, again, in that MJ documentary, I'm sure they touched on how Michael Jordan's dad was mysteriously murdered after his first of two three-peats. So again, Michael Jordan wins an NBA three-peat, and then less than one month later, his dad is mysteriously murdered. And then just a few years later, MJ goes on to win another three-peat. And then they're praising the goat, the Baphomet. The goat really means the Baphomet. I covered this in my last episode as well. I touched on MJ and LeBron. Then in the caption, they're like, oh, this is goat talk talking about you got to have something that's not successful. Oh, yeah, that's Baphomet talk talking about how MJ, his dad was mysteriously murdered in between his two three-peats. Because, right, in order to be in the scripted NBA, you have to have a sacrifice. MJ is exactly right. In order to be successful, you have to have something that's not so successful. You have to go through something like that, a ritual, a sacrifice. They don't just let you... Be the best player in the world because they are controlling these leagues. It's scripted leagues, sacrifices leagues. That's exactly why they had MJ come out with that quote. It's as above, so below, order out of chaos. And you could see that on my Twitter at RyanMichael11. And currently, as I'm recording this episode, um, I put out a tweet earlier tonight about Ariana Grande and her new album. This is my final point before I get to my next out, uh, my next episode. Um, I put out about Ariana Grande and her album. And as we speak, I have a bunch of Ariana Grande fans quote tweeting me, replying to my tweet and defending Ariana Grande. But pretty much I was just pointing out how Ariana's album is just pushing hypersexuality, pushing sexual perversion, because that's what all the mainstream artists now do, males and females. They just get us to be hypersexual. The rappers talk about all this hypersexuality, Meek Mill talking about hypersexuality, and then Ariana Grande speaking about hypersexuality because the album is called Positions because it's a sexual innuendo. And then some other points that I showed is so again, it's just pushing hypersexuality, sexual perversion. That's why it's called Positions. That's why the one song on there, it's 34 plus 35, which equals 69. And six plus nine simplifies to the number six, the demonic six. So that's why she has a song called Encoded as 69 because it's sexual perversion, making you sexually perverse, making you hypersexual, male or female, through this music, but it's making you hypersexual. That's why there's a song called 69. And as far as 69 simplifying to six, what is six plus nine? 15. What is one plus five equals six? So anytime you add nine to a number, it remains the same number. So when you add nine to six, it remains six. 
So 69 simplifies to the number six, which is demonic, and 69 is a sexual innuendo reference, making you sexually perverse. And then a side point, Ariana Grande had a separate tweet. She said, my sixth album is available on October 30th. So, but in that tweet, the only numbers that she actually put were six, the number six for the sixth album. And she wrote out October. She didn't put 1030. She put sixth on oct she's put six on the 30th so the only numbers were six from the sixth and 30 which is three zero so you don't count the zero that's null so six three like six three three six 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 so it's her sixth album coming out on the 30th six three six 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 and then also on the album on the track list number six is called 630 because 630 is 63666. So the track number six is called 630. 630 is 63666. And that's why it's track number six. And then also track number 13 is called Obvious, which it's pretty obvious that it's a demonic album. And also 13 is a Demonic number as well. It represents the 13 Illuminati bloodlines, which is where Ariana Grande comes from. That's why she's an EGI elite gender inversion. An EGI elite gender inversion. You can find that rabbit hole on my Twitter as well. I've spoken about it in TPR 38, TPR 54, and in other episodes as well. But that's exactly why Ariana Grande is in the position she is. She comes from that family, and that's why number 13 Track number 13 is called Obvious because it's a very obviously demonic album, very obviously hypersexual and sexually perverse album. And it's really obvious that Ariana Grande is an EGI, whether you believe it or not, whether you want to hear it or not, he is. <laughs> so that's Ariana Grande for you and her album Positions. And so that actually really, so they're they're getting people, especially females, to be hypersexual. They're getting people to be sexually perverse because... As I've covered these agendas, they don't want males and females to get together and have marriages of righteousness and have a child and have a seed that can step on the head of the snake, but rather they want males to be like females. They want females to be like males. They want to invert the genders. They don't want people to reproduce. They don't want people to get married. They want women to be hypersexual. They want to profane and transgress the most high. They want men to be hypersexual as well. They want us all to transgress the ways of the most high. They don't want us to put forth spiritual fruits, fruits of the spirit. They want us to be fornicators. They want us to put forth works of the flesh, which I covered on this series as well, maybe in TPR, I'm guessing on this one, 63, Paul's return, thinking it was in that episode, but I spoke about what the fruits of the spirit are, fruits of the flesh are. So that's why they want males and females to be hypersexual, be sexually perverse. That's why the false prophet, EGI or not, Ariana Grande is pushing demonic symbolism, demonic ideals, demonic agendas by creating hypersexual albums, creating hypersexuality in males and females in our youth and in think of how many young girls look up to ariana grande and now she has an album called positions that that's real that's real appropriate but this is the thing is everyone wants to turn a blind eye to it they can turn young females young girls into sex hypersexualize them that's okay right but here you need me to speak about and expose it because no one wants no i don't even have a child i don't even have a daughter but I'm the one that has to speak up about this because people want to turn a blind eye to it. People just want to let their daughters become hypersexual and perverse. 
and turn a blind eye to it. And they don't even realize who these false idols really are that are pushing this on our, our children, our children, our youth. And here's another side point. I spoke about the really disturbing agenda, real disturbing agenda. This is in TPR 59. I spoke about this, the logos first episode. I spoke about the really disgusting agenda. Again, with the QAnon, the pedophilia, the, oh, that's a conspiracy. But I've shown how that is an agenda. And here's another example of the programming. Why do you think all these, just like they want to make males more feminine and they want to make females more masculine, there's that agenda, but also with hypersexualizing and pedophilia of children. Yes, of children. Why do you think there's the Snapchat filters that make you look like a baby, make you look like a child? Why do you think those uh, filters exist? I showed you how they put up the promoted Snapchat story, pro, uh, programming you, saying who really elects the president, programming you with demonic symbolism. Why do you think that that filter exists, making you look like a baby? Because they are trying to get you to be comfortable with pedophilia. Because then when you're snapping your girl, your boy or whatever, and you send that filter or they send it, then it gets you looking at someone who you've already looked at sexually. Then you get them looking at them as a child, looking, look, making them look like a child, a baby. And again, with making males more feminine, females more masculine. Why do you think there's the filters that make you look like a girl? Make you look like a man, give you a beard, a mustache, but then they'll, they'll also give you one that makes you look like a girl. Why do you think they do that? Because they want to make people looking at these filters. And then if if a male who's questioning his sexuality or whatever is looking at himself and the filter makes him look like a girl, he might be like, oh, I like I like how I look like that. Or if a female is looking at it and it makes her look like a male, it makes her go, oh, I like how I look like that. That's why those filters exist. And that's why not many people, people want to turn a blind eye to this. They don't want to speak up about this. And I don't even have children. I don't have children, but I'm speaking up about this because this is what we need to wake up to and stop turning our blind eyes to. Because from Disney World doing human trafficking, also I spoke about in, in, in that same episode, Logos, Disney World. Did you know that the club there's an exclusive club. It's called the 33 Club because it's the 33rd degree Freemason because Walt Disney was not just a pedophile, but also in masonry, Freemason. That's why the club in Disney World, the secret club that's in the castle or whatever, look it up. It's the 33 Club, 33, because three plus three equals six, the demonic six and the 33rd degree Freemason. So from Disney World to the Snapchat filters, whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, there is a agenda of normalizing pedophilia. Look it up in California. They are changing laws to make pedophilia a sexual preference. They are going to add that onto. It's going to be gay, lesbian, whatever it is, the LGBTQ2 the LGBQT or whatever it is, that community, there's going to be a P on the end of it. LGBQTP for pedophilia because look it up. They are changing the laws to make pedophilia. Yes, you're hearing me correctly. Pedophilia. They are going to make that a sexual preference. So from Disney World to the Snapchat filters, if you want to turn a blind eye to it, that's fine. But I'm not going to turn my blind eye to it. I'm going to use my voice and speak up. 
for this because I don't even have children, but from Disney World to the Snapchat filters, they are trying to sexualize our children, hypersexualize our children, our youth. Same thing with TikTok. Same thing with TikTok. They push the hypersexualization of children, putting sexuality on TikTok. And who is who are the main people that use TikTok? Children. So from Disney World to TikTok to Snapchat filters, these agendas are going on and people need to speak up about this and start defending our innocent children out here and exposing this wickedness and not turning a blind eye to it. And a a side point about TikTok, and then I'll wrap it up and get you ready for my next episode, but a side point about TikTok as well. In the word, it says in Deuteronomy, in the first few books of the Torah, where it gives us the law, it says that any male who wears a female's garment or any female who wears a male's garment is abhorrent to the law. It's a disgrace to the most high. It's a abhorrent to the Lord. It's a disgrace to the most high. Any male or female, any male who wears a female garment or any female who wears a male garment, it's an abhorrent. It's an abomination to the most high. It's abhorrent to the Lord. It's an abomination, a disgrace to the most high. And what do you see on TikTok? The challenge of, oh, the girl puts on her guy's clothes and then the guy puts on his girl's dress. So all these simps out here that are doing the TikTok challenges, they don't even realize that they are doing what's abhorrent to the most high God. They are doing what's an abomination to the most high God. And they don't even even realize it. And that's why at the very start of this, I said, TikTok is a demonic app. TikTok was started for these times. And why do you think it's called TikTok? Because right now we're in the end times. And instead of repenting, people are wasting time on TikTok. And why is it called TikTok? Because the times are close. We're in the end times. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. That's why it's called TikTok. Because you only have a certain amount of time to rebuke and repent for these sins and this wickedness. So instead of repenting and seeking out the most high people are wasting time tiktok tiktok watching the hypersexuality of children on the app tiktok and watching males put on dresses and females put on males clothes which is an abomination of the most high and not repenting for it and that's why from the rip i said stay far away from tiktok because nothing good comes from it they hypersexualize children they make children sexually perverse And they get you to do things that are abhorrent and abomination to the most high God. And it's very easy to see. And that's why it's called TikTok because the times are closed and people are wasting time. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Instead of repenting and trying to seek salvation, they are seeking out TikTok. And so really that was my rant for this episode. This was the episode of clarifications. Really, I covered clarifications from not just my last episode, TPR 69, but even from TPR 29 and really just this entire second season in general. So I do believe that I was able to clarify a bunch of points. And now in my next episode, I'll be able to get back to some true light work. I shouldn't really have any darkness to expose, um, but rather just a lot of light work to cover, a lot of scripture work. I'm going to be back in the word. I'm going to speak about some spiritual coverings. And that really goes along with what I touched on at the end of this episode, because they want to make human beings not be in um, relationships or marriages of righteousness, but rather they want to get people perverse. They want to get people all over the place and not have the spiritual coverings of, you know, of Yah, of Yahusha, of having a spiritual covering through marriage. And that's what I'm going to cover in my next episode. And I'm going to speak about, I guess, some clarifications too in the next episode, but really just all light work clarifications, a lot of light work, spiritual coverings. And I'm going to get back to the word, which is the true work. 
And so as far as the darkness that I had to speak about in this episode, I do rebuke and in the name of Yahuwah, Yahuwah rebuke you to all the dark side I spoke about in this episode. And now I'm ready and we're ready to get back to some real light work, some real good information in my next episode, TPR 71, Spiritual Covering. So I'm going to catch you for that next episode. Real quick, my Twitter is RyanMichael11 and my Instagram is WilsonRyan underscore underscore. I really appreciate you. Thanks for listening to this episode. And Thanks for bearing with me on that rant at the end. But, you know, someone's got to speak up for what's going on and someone's got to be a voice for the righteous and expose this wickedness and this darkness out here. So I'll be that voice and I'm not turning my blind eye to some of this darkness. I'm going to expose it rather. So appreciate you guys for being righteous and courageous and strong out here. And we're going to keep walking, keep learning and keep growing together on this path, on this walk. So much blessings, much faith to you, many blessings. Much love to you. Keep being strong out here. I appreciate you. Peace, love, strength, and blessings. Later.